Welcome into ESP at Coastal Recruiting. Christian Gokel, glad to have you here with us as we break down some of the best and upcoming talent around the coastal Georgia area. And just like he is every week joining us, a former Citadel Bulldog and a former superstar in the city of Savannah at Jenkins High School, Javante Middleton. Javante, what's going on, man? How are you? Nothing much, Christian. How are you doing? Glad to be here. Uh, I'm excited, man, because we got a really good quarterback coming on the show uh, here in a little bit. Polly Seeley, a guy who's going to be a senior this coming year at New Hampshire High School, uh, has a bunch of FCS offers right now from really prominent FCS programs. You've watched this guy pretty closely uh, as he's come up there at New Hampstead. What do you like about his game? Uh, just the fact that he's not afraid to let the ball go, take that three-step drop, don't take a hit, and let that ball go, let it fly, and get it. There's playmakers. And this should be a good year uh, in the city of Savannah for quarterback play, right? you got Jake Merklinger uh, over at Calvary Day. Luke Cromanhawk already committed to Florida State before he ever takes a snap. Uh, as the starting quarterback at BC, he's taken over the reins there, just a junior. Uh, we talked about Polly Seeley. Who are some other guys? I know you're really involved uh, just in the training uh, up there in Savannah. Who are some other guys you're excited to see this year? Uh, outside of the quarterback position, I'm actually just really excited to see uh, the, the Mari Dowdy kid that uh, is blazing fast. Um, also, uh, there, there's a lot of kids over there that have been addicted that, you know, Luke's going to be able to get the ball to that uh, I think are going to be able to be some playmakers for him and make his job a little more easier. Now, it's the middle of summer right now, right? A lot of training going on for these guys. Really, seven-on-seven seven season uh, as well. For people who maybe don't know, what's summer like right now uh, for high school football recruits? What are these guys out there doing? Working hard, uh, and their coaches are emphasizing the, the importance of training themselves. I know Maybe some moms here, I was training, some of my kids training, but training themselves to just be able to dig deep in the fourth quarter when August comes around and it's really hot at 7 o'clock at the 7.30 kickoff and being able to play with full four quarters and going overtime. But just lifting a lot of weight, doing a lot of sprints, probably a lot of 110s if their coaches are like my coaches, and then just competing a lot. How involved are they with their high school coaches right now uh, during this time of the year? Because I know, like I said, you got a lot of seven-on-seven seven camps going on, a lot of players going up. Uh, visiting different universities, uh, but how involved right now are the high school coaches uh, with these players during late June, early July? I know it's typically uh, a four-day week. We were always Monday to Thursday and like a two-hour, two to two-and-a-half-hour practice, not practice, but workout and conditioning, and every coach on that coaching staff, uh, they, they tend to be there, and you know the head coach is there, and whoever runs the conditioning for that school will be out there, and they have uh, workout plans and and weight room regiments ready for those guys, and they're, they're scheduled out bi-weekly, well, throughout the week, so they can work on certain things that the coaching staff feels the team needs to get better on. Now we're going to catch up with Polly Seeley coming up here uh, in just a minute. Again, uh, going into his senior season there at New Hampstead as the starting quarterback and a guy uh, who could throw the ball all over the place, led his team to the playoffs last year. But as I mentioned, man, this is a, a really interesting time of year because you can really get hands-on uh, with on-campus visits, right? So for guys who maybe don't have offers or feel like they're getting the quote-unquote small school offers, this part of the year is the time of year where that can really change, right? Where you can see a guy who maybe uh, has some Division two offers, some JUCO offers. This might be the time of year where you see them really get in front of a coach and start picking up some bigger offers. Yeah, definitely. If that transcript is right and the numbers on that transcript are correct and, and, and makes you eligible and deem you eligible to go play NCAA, 
you go get on the college campus this summer and you run the blazing fast 40 or you go up and make a freaky catch or you're going to make a great play on defense or from, you know, the guys in the trenches standpoint, don't lose a, a one-on-one versus the D lineman or, you know, uh, offensive lineman getting, getting pancakes. So all of that just gets in front of those coaches and those coaches see you make a play and now, you know, you raise some eyebrows, you make some eyes go big, look like a deer in headlight, and uh, it's a possibility you get an offer. Now, as a player who's been there and done that, right, you played high school football at the highest level, and then you went uh, and played college football there at the Citadel inside the SOCON, which is one of the premier conferences uh, in college football. What advice would you give to parents right now? What what should they be having their kids do uh, if they want to get them a football scholarship, if they want to get some of their education taken care of? What advice would you give to parents out there right now? Uh, to let that kid be a kid. Um, to not let your kids specialize in one sport and to just be that supportive role model in their life. Um, I know I grew up playing four sports. My sister grew up playing seven sports, and I went to college and I ended up playing one. But as I got to college, I realized that the college coaches love multiple sport athletes from high school, and they love guys that can play multiple positions on the football field. I was on the roster, and I said I was blessed to be on the roster with 12 high school quarterbacks in, in college. And there was a time where we were really sitting on quarterbacks and everyone got snapped and could have went out there and operated for us. So uh, that's always a good thing. But just parents, be supportive of those kids, push them to play multiple sports, and just make sure that they remember that they're still the child and they got a long time to live and a long time to go and try and get paid to play the game or just to, you know, make a living and working a job. So that's what I would tell a parent in today's day and age. Before we go to break here, just let people know, because I know you're out there giving back uh, to the players that are trying to take those next steps, whether it be a middle school or trying to get on the varsity team in high school, uh, whether it's that kid who's trying to push from the JV to finally get some reps up there on varsity, or it's the varsity player uh, who's looking to take those next steps to get that offer. Uh, you're working some guys out right now. Tell people how they can get in contact with you uh, if they want to be a part of it. Uh, yes, I'm, def- I'm working some. I'm, I'm trying to be defensive Pacific and also defensive back because that's just how I played in college. But I'm um, doing some training sessions down here in Savannah, Coastal Empire area. And if anyone is looking for more information, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at F Coach Sauce, football coach Sauce, and hit me up. I, um, I'm really uh, interactive and personable, and I respond to everyone. Yeah, I mean, my man's got the million dollar smile right there. Probably future politician. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll wait and see on that one. But as we mentioned, we got Polly Seeley, quarterback in New Hampshire, coming up next. The dude's got offers. Uh, from all kinds of FCS schools right now, some really prominent programs down there uh, at the FCS level, and I'm sure we're about to see some more start rolling in for him. We'll catch up with Polly Seeley next right here on ESPN Radio. Welcome back into ESPN Coastal Recruiting. Christian Gokel, digital director here at ESPN Coastal. Glad to have you guys hanging out with us as we go around uh, coastal Georgia and find the best players and get you updated on where they're at and where they could be playing their college ball uh, coming up at the next level. The next guy we're talking to has really been fun uh, to watch his rise uh, since he was just a young quarterback uh, over there with Kyle Hawkman at New Hampstead, a guy who split reps early in his career and then took over uh, last year as the guy at New Hampstead, led that team to the playoffs there. Paulie Seeley, a three-star quarterback, going into his senior year, so class of 2023, joins us here on ESPN Coast for Recruiting. Paulie, what's going on, man? Absolutely, and I I mentioned it there, right? You are a guy who's on an interesting development, right? You come in, work your way onto the varsity, and then once you get there, have to split reps a little bit, and then last year take over full-time 
as the starting quarterback. What was that transition like for you uh, taking over there under a guy who I know doesn't accept anything but excellence from his quarterbacks there in Kyle Hawkman? Yeah, so when I, I moved from Michigan, actually, started my sophomore year. When I came down here, they already had a senior quarterback, so I had to I had to work my way into getting there and and splitting reps and eventually taking over. But it was it was it was a difficult process. As I started my freshman my freshman year at my old school up in Michigan, so coming down here and having to battle for a spot was different. But I think it, it helped me in the long run a lot. So going into last year, what were some of the things uh, that Coach Hawkman identified for you that you needed to work on? going from splitting reps to being the guy? I think the biggest thing was just leadership. Being able to, as being the only guy, being able to lead everybody and have everybody on the same page is, is like, I mean, the quarterback's got to be able to do it to have a successful team. So tell us about you as a quarterback, man. I know uh, you're a bigger dude. Uh, getting, got to be getting close to 200 pounds there, uh, over six feet tall right now. What kind of game uh, would you say that you have as a quarterback? Um, I think, well, my, my biggest thing is just drop back passing. I mean, I can, I can scramble and move when I need to, but I'd rather just stand back there and sling it when I need to. I think my biggest or my best attribute is, is mentally being able to, to read coverages and just make the best decisions. Now we have Pit Viper Javante on here, uh, our, our quarterback guru on location somewhere right now, parts unknown. Uh, but Javante, you've seen this dude play. What would you say uh, is his game? Just like you said, uh, making the good decisions with the ball. But uh, a, a big attribute that I've seen, Paulie, that I'm really impressed with is him throwing the deep ball and letting it go. Uh, you know, being a gunslinger and being that guy at quarterback, you got to be ready to let it rip at any time. And, and Paulie's making throws off his back foot and, and balance and things like that. So I really, I really am impressed by how well he throws the deep ball and some of those intermediate passes as well. What kind of offense would you say you guys run uh, at New Hampshire? Spread. So just getting the ball out quick, kind of playing that point guard spot and taking the shots when you can? Yep, just getting it to the playmakers. So going yeah, in now think. going in now to your senior season here, uh, I know obviously focus a lot on recruiting. We're going to talk about uh, some of the offers that you have right now. But also, I mean, it's got to kind of be a sour taste in your mouth, right? You get to the playoffs last year, uh, fall in a really tight game, lost a couple games in a row uh, to end the season. Where's your focus at right now uh, going into this final campaign? I think just taking it week by week. I mean, everybody everybody says it, that four years goes quickly, and I didn't want to believe them, but it does. And I just want to take this last year and go week by week and just break it down and have it, have it go as slow as possible just to be able to savor every moment of it. So I mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I know Javante probably has some stories about this too, but uh, Kyle Hockman's a dude, uh, came from Atlanta, comes down here, to the coast and some people are like oh, hey maybe he's coming down here just to take a little bit slower uh new Hampstead, not really a school that wins a whole lot that is anything but the case right this dude is he, he wants to win he is serious about developing a program and he doesn't like i said accept anything but excellence uh from his guys across the board right when you're playing for a guy like that and developing for a guy like that what's been fun for you about that challenge I mean, he, he runs it like a college. I mean, everything's just to excellence and everything. And when it comes down to our meetings, to our to practices, to just walkthroughs, everything's just got to be perfection, and it's a lot of fun. And everything we do and all the all the prepara pre preparation we take into each game, it's just coming from my old school where we didn't do much of that. It's just it's getting me ready for college, and I love it. Now, the, the question I kind of want to ask you and Javante here, when you're playing for a guy like that and when you're playing big-time high school football because – I know I've said it before. I don't know that it gets much better than the state of Georgia uh, and especially the classification that you're in, right? 
What's something about the quarterback position that maybe the people just watching on Friday nights don't really understand, whether it's pressure, what you guys are thinking about, just what's something that maybe the average fan doesn't know? It's, it's hard. I mean, I, I personally think it's the hardest, the hardest position in any sport. I mean, you got to not only know what you do, but what everybody else is doing, what the defense is doing. You got to command everything. And, you know, you also got to do it and you got to look calm when you're doing it. You got to be able to be cool and collective when you're doing everything. Devontae, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. My main my main thing was never let them see you sweat. And everything could be going wrong from getting a bad snap to the defense not being in what you thought they were going to be in, a, a player running the wrong route, an offensive line, sometimes missing the block. But with all of that, you got to look as cool, calm, and collected, just like Polly said, and still get the job done. Because every play, you touch the ball. And every play, you're touching the ball before it gets to your playmakers, and you're trusted to make plays. So just like Polly said, be cool, calm, and collected through it all. And and just when you're playing for a perfectionist and playing for a program that that is, you know, really uh, traditional or is, is about winning, playing quarterback, you have to be that guy. And Polly said it earlier, uh, going into his sophomore year, he 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 realized that he had to be that guy. And and I'm telling you, if that if those two words aren't coming out of quarterback's mouths, then they may uh, want to start looking for a different sport or a different position. It's a different mindset, right, than every other position, not just because of what you have to know, but because of the criticism, right? If the offensive line's not blocking, running backs aren't finding the holes, the offense is going three and out, it's nobody else's fault but the dude behind the center, right? Right. It's nobody else's fault but the quarterbacks. And, and you know, that just comes with territory. A lot of people ask, well, did you feel pressure at that position? Or is that a pressure field position? Or are you stressed at that position? It just comes with territory. You got to roll with the punches. So, Polly, what's Friday like at school, man? Because I know uh, we, we talk about what happened on the field all the time, but you're having to go and sit down in, in math class, right? You're having to go uh, to biology. And meanwhile, you're sitting there, you're sitting there thinking about the guys that you've been watching on tape that are headhunters that whole time. And I know the, the, the heel starts to tap a little bit as you get closer and closer to three o'clock when you can yeah. go finally get with the boys and start warming up a little bit. Well, there's Fridays like when you have to wake up and you're all ready for seven 30, but you have to go sit through a full day of class. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different. I mean, with COVID we haven't had much of that, but this year was finally getting back into it. And I mean, putting the Jersey on walking through school, just getting excited about it. And also having to realize that you still got six more <laughs> hours of class and you just kind of, uh-huh take it down a notch and finding any time to, to watch the film during class. And then when the bell's about to ring, you start to hear, we got the band playing in the hallways and you just start to get excited, walk into the meeting room and getting ready to go. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more of our conversation with Polly Seeley next right here on ESPN radio. Now I want to ask you this uh, because Javante, Javante and I were talking about this uh, last week. We had Luke Cromanhawk on uh, from Benedict and a guy that you're going to play this season, but Savannah, it feels like the quarterback position has become extremely prominent, right? In the past, a lot of really good defensive linemen, uh, a lot of really good DBs, a bunch of amazing wide receivers have come out of Savannah, but we really never saw the great quarterback play where we're going to see a bunch of dudes. When you turn on a game on Saturday, you're like, Hey, that guy played in Savannah, that guy played in Savannah, that guy played in Savannah. How fun is it for you when you look at your schedule and you just see school after school with great quarterbacks that you're going to get to go head to head with? Yeah, the, the competition's fun. It's always it's always there, and and especially with we we get um scrimmage Calvary, even though we don't play him in season, but they got a great quarterback too. It's just it's fun to see people on the other side slinging it around and 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 being great too. Do you take some pride in that being a part of that group? Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
Now, you better take pride in that. You're down here in Savannah. I know you're from up north, man, but we're real proud about our football down here, Paul. Oh, yeah. So you played – okay, real quick. So you played football up in Michigan for your entire career before you moved down here. Was there a noticeable difference uh, from playing up in Michigan to when you moved down here? Oh, yeah. Football is crazy down here. I mean, everybody's bigger, faster, and stronger. I mean, I do it just real quick. It took – I mean, I could notice it when I walked in before even practice started the first day I was here. I was like, oh, this is different. People are different. Now, it's you, awesome. It's, it's all, a great place. Also, the thing you can't control, Mother Nature, were, were, you, were you ready for the heat and humidity? I knew it was hot, but <laughs> I didn't know it was this crazy. 101 with that 80% humidity will do it to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a new yeah, region for you guys this year and a, and a really fun schedule. I know you're saying uh, you're taking it week by week, but how excited are you just for this this challenging schedule uh, leading your senior campaign? Yeah, we got a lot of tough games, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Those are those games are the most fun. I mean, we played Brunswick last year. I think that was one of our, our bigger – they were 6A, and that was a, a close one. That was a hard-fought hard-fought game and it was a lot of fun those those close games like that are way more fun than beating the the city schools by 50 every time I mean those 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 hard-fought games are a lot of fun what's uh what's your favorite stadium you've gotten to play in uh memorial memorial is really cool I mean it's just I've, I've never played in a stadium that big it's just the bleachers are huge and it's always packed and it's it's a it's a it's a nice atmosphere Javante what about you I know you played a lot of different spots well, Polly, you're a little spoiled because I didn't get the turned out a brand new <laughs> stadium. I was in the second oldest stadium in, in the in the state of Georgia back when uh, I was playing. But uh, my favorite stadium, a lot of people probably disagree, is uh, the Garden City Stadium. It's no sideline space or anything, but I just yep. always seem to play my better games there. And uh, my first ever like stat high school stat or anything came at garden city stadium so i just always loved it it kind of feels like yeah. i don't know if you guys are too young for this but do you remember like the backyard sports like computer games mm. yeah yeah <laughs> it kind of it kind of feels like one of those stadiums right just an old stadium in the middle of a neighborhood like you said no sidelines there's no pomp and circumstance to it it's just football yeah i, I threw i threw my first touchdown there too yeah, yeah, you yep. score, you throw a touchdown in the back corner, and your receiver mm -hmm. gonna be flying out of the gates going into the concession stand. <laughs> Listen, the scariest part of that entire stadium is the press box. I don't want to hear about it when when people are walking up and down the stands. The whole press box is moving up and down. So you guys, oh. you guys got it easy down on the field. <laughs> Not when that train comes by. That's 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 fair. All right, Polly. <laughs> so let's flip it over uh, to off the field. I know summer, a really big time uh, to go out and get some visits, get on some college campuses. Where have you been so far uh, this offseason? Yeah, I've been to uh, Wake, Wake Forest, um, Georgia Southern. I've been up to a couple schools up by up, up, up north, um, Western Michigan, Toledo, those kind of schools. Um, I'm planning on going to Wofford soon, Elon, a couple of schools like that. Uh, stay away from Wofford, man. Yeah, you're talking hey, to a Citadel guy right here. Yeah, stay away from Wofford, man. I want you to go everywhere but Wofford. Uh, we listen. We just want you to go wherever your heart tells you to go, <laughs> and wherever you feel the most at home at. But as you're going on these visits, and I know you just mentioned a ton of the amazing campuses. Uh, Wake Forest, for people who haven't been there, super intimate yeah. campus. Uh, really, kind of a small uh, enrollment there, but just a really beautiful campus. When you're going to these different places, what are you looking for when you're talking to your parents, your coaches? What are you looking for to identify and kind of check off? as you hit up these schools? Oh, a little bit of everything, but I think the biggest thing is just 
places that feel like home, somewhere where I can see myself the next five years. I know all the transfer stuff is getting crazy, but I just want to find somewhere that I can go for five years and somewhere that feels like home. Have have you kind of narrowed it down at all right now, or are you still kind of playing the field? No, I'm still I'm still keeping my options open, trying to find the best place. What's uh What's been your favorite campus so far? Um, I think I think Elon. Elon's got a really pretty campus, and it's nice and it's not too small and not too big. It's nice, um, nice size. So as you're looking at these offenses, right? You mentioned some different schools there, some SoCon schools, some really good FBS stuff. I know uh, Elon, an excellent school as well, some FCS stuff as well. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at these different schools, how much is the offense coming into play? Because I know. A lot of these coaches just want to get the best bodies on campus, right? They're like, hey, you're a really good quarterback. You're accurate. You can throw it downfield. Maybe not the fit. What You kind of have to defend yourself there, right? You have to say, hey, I have to keep my best interest in mind when it comes to my style of play as a quarterback. How much of a fit are you trying to identify with these different schools? Oh, that's a big part. I, I want to go somewhere that I fit. I don't want to accidentally walk myself into a situation where it's a triple option and they're expecting me to run because that's not me. Um, I think – and finding out how much they throw the ball and, and how just their, just everything about their offense has it, got to be perfect for me to want to go in there. All right, before I let you get out of here, I know uh, you play on a really talented team there, and we're still – the internet's made it a lot better. The I think the coverage in and around it, which is our local media, uh, has helped out a lot. But it's just Savannah is one of those cities where it's not really close to any major airport, so it's hard for the big-time coaches – Uh, to get down there and make a trip over to Savannah to hit up some of these schools, right? So uh, I wanted to let you do a little self-promoting for some guys on your team. Who are some players that you feel like deserve a shot that maybe aren't getting the attention they deserve? Yeah, a couple of um, of my seniors. Elijah Lacey is a big D-end, about 6'6". He's just a a freak. I mean, he can make any type of play. And then on the offensive side, Zion Griffin, outside receiver, can go up and catch any any 50-50 ball. I mean – Half the time I'm throwing it to him, and it's an 80-20. He's always going to go get that. I like that. Six and four last year, got to the playoffs, uh, fell there in the first round. And I know some really close games there uh, at the end, some one-score games where that record's completely different. Man, how how amped up are you to get back out there and try to improve on that six-win mark? Yeah, I'm excited. I just I want to I want to have always want to have a better season and always want to shoot for the stars and make them and go to the region championships and the state championships and. Want, want to have the best season possible. Paulie, we appreciate the time, man. Look forward to seeing you guys get after it. I know uh, you guys got that one coming up with Calvary Day, uh, the scrimmage before you guys kick off the season, man. We appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you out there. Awesome. Thank you. Paulie Seeley, class of 2023 quarterback, joining us here out of New Hampstead High School. If you miss any portion of his interview, uh, you can check it out. Just look up ESPN Coastal Recruiting wherever you get your podcast. All of our stuff uh, always archived there. Uh, and if you are a recruit out there interested in hopping on, reach out to us uh, at ESPN Coastal. You can find me on Twitter as well at Gokel ESPN, G-O-E-C-K-E-L-E-S-P-N. Just reach out to us there. Uh, we'd love to have you on. We got more sports talk coming your way right here on ESPN Radio.